1: the Supreme Court has just dropped the travel ban case from its argument schedule and told the administration bans challengers to file briefs discussing the effect of a revised policy issued yesterday. Joining us is Greg Storr, Bloomberg's Supreme Court reporter and our co-host. Greg, tell us what the court decided to do here.
2: Hey, June. Yeah, this is just a one-paragraph order, and it asks the parties to file briefs saying whether uh, the, the current case before the justices has any ongoing importance, whether it's uh, legally moot. Um, and they dropped the argument that was scheduled to go forward on October the 10th. Uh, they left open the possibility they might add it back in there later, but they certainly foreshadowed a strong possibility they will instead say we're just going to dismiss the entire case
3: so what is it that the what, what do we can what can we expect the government to urge them to do on this
2: it's a really good question, Michael. Um, the government uh, so far hasn't addressed this, um, this moment that we all sort of knew was coming. The, the temporary policy expired yesterday on Sunday, and it was always kind of clear that there would be a question. What would happen when the president issues something to replace the temporary policy? And the Justice Department always sort of ducked that question. It is not entirely clear from the surface whether they would like this argument to go forward, kind of roll the dice, that they'll look at it, big win, or instead take uh, the partial victory they've gotten so far in this case um, and, and let this litigation instead go forward at the district court level. So,
1: Greg, just technically, they've dropped the argument from the schedule, but the case is still alive there?
2: That's right. The case is still here. So they removed it from their argument schedule, and and the last line said the cases are removed from the oral argument calendar pending further order of the court. So they've left themselves open the possibility, if they decide this really is a case we should decide now, they've left open the possibility that uh, after they've had more time to digest this new policy and what it might mean, that they add it back onto the argument schedule at a later point.
3: So, uh, Greg... I mean, is it likely to go back to the district court now?
2: It it seems like there's a good chance either that the Supreme Court will just kick it back to the the, the lower courts and say, you guys take the first crack at this revised policy. Usually the Supreme Court doesn't want to be the first one to decide something, especially not something this important. Uh, The other possibility is they could basically just dismiss the entire case, case saying it no longer has any ongoing importance, uh, and leave it to... The groups that are challenging this policy to file new lawsuits, either way, the practical effect would be uh, that we're back fighting in places like the district court in in Hawaii and the district court in Maryland.
1: So, Greg, is this what the what the uh, Trump administration, the Justice Department had asked for? In their, uh, in their briefs the other day, or last night, they sent a letter to the court.
2: Right, right. This is more than they asked for in the sense that they, they asked the court to set out a briefing schedule and, and tell everybody to, to file a briefs with us uh, during the first week of October. Uh, this bit about removing it from the argument calendar, that wasn't something that the administration specifically requested. The court decided to do that on its own.
3: Well, procedurally speaking, Greg, you know, it, it's a little odd when the Supreme Court has a case that's about, uh, you know, that is about one order. The order is no longer in effect and a new order takes place. And it, it, it it's sort of an unusual posture for them to be in that position. But is there any way that they could decide, you know what, we have this new order, we're going to keep it anyway?
2: Sure, they they could. And um, it, it actually it, it is a very unusual case. Certainly, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, but but as I've been talking to people around town, uh, you know, folks who've been worked in the Solicitor General's office, they have sort of made the point that there are actually a lot of cases where the the Supreme Court agrees to to take a case involving the government, and then the government policy changes a little bit over the course of it. And so the court hangs on to it, and they just sort of deal with the small changes in the policy that happened along the way. Here, however, this is a, uh, a really big change. Not only does it have new countries as a part of this travel ban, it's got a new justification that may actually end up being stronger for the administration. They, you know, they, The president acted after getting a recommendation from the Department of Homeland Security saying these countries aren't providing enough assurance uh, that, that the people who are trying to come into the U.S., Uh, are who they say they are. Uh, And and so for the court to take up that question, uh, evaluate that without any lower court looking at it, that would be a pretty remarkable thing. Well, thanks so much, Greg. I think you're going to be busy
1: this term. That's Greg Storr, Bloomberg Supreme Court reporter and co-host of Bloomberg Law.